What should we call this uh, intro lady? I feel like she needs a name. I got nothing. I'll have to think on it. Yeah. All right. I was trying to think like British. Australian, actually. Australian. Yep, she went with an Aussie uh, accent. I don't Um, know if it's a real accent or if she just did it for us, but Kate. I think of Kate because of Five Mile Creek. Did you, did you ever watch Five Mile Creek? Uh, I believe so. But well, you—I guess you watched a few episodes with our family, with the kids. Five Mile Creek is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was poor quality. Well, VHS quality. <laughs> it was. Yes. Can't, you can't find them the anywhere. The recording was poor quality. Not did you the ever movie? If you're listening and you've ever heard of, it's a series called Five Mile Creek, and it's back in the late 1800s in Australia and they start a stagecoach line in Australia and the uh, stage halfway point the resting station is called Five Mile Creek and the lady who owns the property and runs the way station is called Kate Kate so I guess Kate is the first name that I thought of when I thought of an Aussie person what's the girl on that other horse show that you like and I'm always like, ugh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. The one you were like, I always watch this with my sisters. I talk like we that? I love that. That's how I talk? <laughs> really? <laughs> Is that how you want people to think of me? <laughs> uh, you're talking about... You know. Man from Snowy River. Yes. Great movie. Uh, so annoying. <laughs> how is that annoying movie? It just is. That's a good movie. What's her name? <laughs> Good soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> GM is his name. GM. GM, don't you dare. Uh, her name is... I can't remember her name. We'll get an email about the name. Okay. Man, we gotta get this started. Kate, bring us in. Come on, girl. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your pizza's ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. Jessica. Jessica. Is it Australian? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jessica. I can't think of a scene that says Jessica, but Jessica is her name. I just, I find, like, it strikes me as a chick flick kind of a movie. No. And so it just cracks not. me up that you're, like, so all about it. Because your sisters well, hold love on. it. First of like, all. Like, it's your sister's favorite all, movie. There is nothing wrong with a good chick flick. There's nothing wrong. And by chick flick, I mean Sound of Music or uh, what's that? What was what I'm thinking of? Uh, oh, Anna Green Gables. Great movie, right? Great movie. I like those old it movies. It just cracks me up because I'm like, I expect you to be like Rambo and... Blood. John Wayne. And John you're like, Wayne, man John, from Snowy River. John Wayne. I, again, <laughs> I don't think I screech like that uh, when I say it, but uh, it's a, it's got horses in it. It's got fights in it. It's got racing in it. I guess it's kind of a Western. Uh, it's, I mean, he's, he's 
he's stinking rounding up the brumbies out there you know he's he's riding his horse down the side of a mountain uh he's saving the ranch right he's his dad dies at the beginning uh what's that called uh when you reveal something spoiler alert that's what it's called spoiler his dad dies the beginning of the first movie if you're going to go watch it and he has to save the farm and he has to go to uh he has to go down and work in the lowlands you gotta earn your right to live up here jim craig so that sounded kind of irish irish a little bit (laughs) i don't know my accents i obviously don't either because i thought kate was british she's australian australian yeah 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 so well Australia was settled by the British. That's true. I guess so, it kind of all weaves together. <laughs> yeah, they all have kind of the same accent. Uh, but good, good old-fashioned movies. Is all really the only movies you can watch these days? And Green Gables is just—I mean, that's some classic, classic stuff. Good storylines. You can stay with it. You know, if you didn't cry when Matthew Cuthbert died, you have no soul. <laughs> If you didn't cry, I cry every time he dies. I know he's going to die. I'm like, I, I, I got to go get some cookies and milk. I got to go get a drink of water. I got to leave the room. Do you think growing up with so many sisters kind of changed your... No, the reason for it, because... Opinion of movies? Nah, because I like a good Western. I like a good uh, fight scene. Here's the thing. Um, we did not have a TV growing up. And we had a VHS player, and we had what was called a monitor. All right, and so you have a monitor VHS, so you can you can rent movies and watch them, or buy movies, obviously, and, and watch them. But you couldn't watch TV, and that was all my life growing up. So we had eight kids in our family, and uh, during the summertime, uh, especially because we were in school during the summertime, we spent a lot of time at the library. Did you spend a lot of time at the library? yourself some yes yeah we did and we all had library cards which means you could rent four or five vhs tapes for four or five days and so every one of us kids would go rent movies and books of course and that's what we do through the summer how do we have so much time because i remember countless hours of playing outside but i also remember watching all these classical music uh, uh, movies and also reading a lot. How do we have so much time? I guess we didn't do any well, work, no yeah, chores, nothing. We had how all many day. Hours of the day. I, I mean, in the summertime, it's not getting dark until like nine o'clock. So yeah, that's a long day. Yeah, and we would. So we were allowed to rent movies, and I remember on the side of the movies there's the NR. The you know you have G, NR, PG, PG thirteen, um, and of course R's, which have never been allowed to watch. And the NRs were the ones we would look for oftentimes. And those are not rated. Not rated. It's on the side of the VHS. I remember this distinctly. Why would you look for that in particular? Um, Because we knew we were allowed to watch them. They're not rated. Meaning not rated is is meaning they're below G. There's no... Really? Yeah. Not rated was always very, very wholesome. Not rated like they didn't get no rating. But there's nothing to rate. G is general audience and it's almost i guess it's the same thing as nr but i don't they don't they don't have that rating anymore maybe i think g might be the lowest but nr was always very very clean so we would get these and so i grew up on a lot of old and classical movies black and whites 
musicals, um, My Fair Lady, right? See, the, I, but I think I don't think these are chick flicks. I think they're classical I cinema. I think I, it's classic cinema. I don't think you think about it, but I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that there were so many girls in your family. Well, if there was no girls, Let's we be still honest. would be we still would only be able to rent certain if movies. You had a household of males, only males you're probably not going to be renting The Sound of Music. I don't know. And those other things you mentioned. I don't know. I, I'm a, I think I'm just a well-rounded... like it wouldn't have happened. ...cinema critic. I think I'm just well-rounded in my taste of cinematic features. So, hey. What was your favorite musical growing up? Oh, man. My Fair Lady's a good one. Sound of Music's a good one. Um, I, I I don't know. You're forgetting a really good one. Newsies. No. Well, that's yeah. a good one. Newsies was really close to a favorite. We, I watched that so much growing up that when our kids watch it, I'm like, ah, I'm done. I can't watch it anymore. Saw it on Broadway that one time. That was fun. It was good. Um. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh, seven. Bless your beautiful hide wherever you may be. I started that way too low. <laughs> well, we ain't met yet, but I'm a willing to bet you're the gal for me. That's what I sang when I met you. Bless your beautiful hide. My stew don't need no ketchup panty. It stands on its own two feet. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. That was a good one. Classic. The kids like that one a lot. They've only watched it a few times, but they like that one. How do we get off talking on movies anyways? I don't know. Oh, the lady, the intro the lady. Australian accent. Yeah, she's a good one. <laughs> she's a good one. But um, what, else anyway. we have, what else we have to bring in today to make sure that we get accomplished? Well, I guess we should do emails if there are emails. I don't think we, I don't think we got many emails. I got one email that was a um, a question that somebody asked, and we can get into that here in a little bit. Let me check my emails. Let me check. Let me check. I'm not 100% prepared. I feel like I'm hearing more of a rush. Is that the wind? It must be. The wind picked up? <laughs> okay, give me a second. Going to explicitly us email. Trista, somebody said, that it's rain. It's rain. Is it rain? <laughs> it's rain. All right. What's the first song you think of when you think of rain out of a musical? Singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain. What's another one? Out of a musical? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Okay. Where does it rain? On the plain. On the plane. I know you all are enjoying this awesome content out there right now. All right, let's see. Coming in, I got a response from Miss Mackenzie saying she would love to be on our podcast with her mom in a game show. Thank you. We're going to get you on very, very soon. We have volunteers. Volunteers. They're they're coming in. Got a couple more here that we'll announce later. If you would like to be on our game show podcast, let us know at explicitly us at gmail.com somebody told me the other day that they uh 
think it's hilarious when you say, not hilarious. They think it's awesome when you say that because you sound like a professional recording because you say it the exact same way every time. And they think I'm pushing a button. I think I was a little more excited that time when I said it. You're getting a little bit more excited about the whole the whole ordeal. I think talking about the musicals really is bringing it out of you. All right, we got another one uh, from a friend. Uh, April says, you guys are so funny. I am loving the podcast. I'm, wait, we already read this one last week. Man. That's an old one. I wonder if you can hear that rain. I bet they can. I'll try to take it out in, in post-processing. Uh, post-processing? Yeah, I think it's called post-processing. Uh, first off, yeah, they want to be this. Oh, somebody responded to our skiing question on how to keep your legs in and not do oh, the yeah? splits. They didn't technically respond to that. Uh, they just said, um, let's see. I don't have much insight on skiing because I've only been one time and it ended in getting a concussion. Oh, dear. All right, that's how they start. But it is really fun. And if I have enough strength to do it, so would you, Miss Trista. I think you guys would enjoy it. So I'm a little concerned that the only time they went, they got a concussion. But yet it's really fun and they would love to do it again. Okay. I don't know. I mean, they're obviously very brave. They're a very brave person. I just don't know if they're making the wisest decisions <laughs> in their life. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, maybe one of these days you'll get to try it. And then we got a first-timer writing in to us. Uh, Miss Sarah says, just finished Come On Down Part 1 and must say it is my favorite one out of the three I've listened to. And so uh, thank you for the, so much for that. And they love the game show one. So we're getting some feedback on that. Good. And they uh, listen to us on the treadmill. I have a question for you out there. If you would like to email us at explicitlyus at gmail.com. When do you listen to our podcast? Do you listen while you're exercising? Do you listen while you're driving? Do you listen while you're cooking? While you're eating cake, as our intro says? When do you like to listen? Uh, very curious to know what that is. And also, if you uh, would like to be on our game show, email us that as well. We love to do that. I had a lot of fun. Can't do it every week, but we definitely want to get it in in, in uh, the future again and again and again. We really liked it. Uh, so then we have this this question email, and I'm going to pull that up. So um, Trista, you you just go ahead and freelance. Freelance. That's not the word. Free talk. Free talk. That's not the free. Willie? Freestyle. That's what, that's the. <laughs> I knew it was a free. Go ahead and freestyle. Tell us about something. I don't freestyle. It's you, not my style. Mm-hmm. You could talk about something. No, I really can't. All right, I found it. And so we got a question sent in to us, and they would like our input on said question. So we're going to do our best to give them an answer. And maybe something to think about. Perhaps you agree or disagree with our response to this. That would be fantastic. Let's have a debate. Because we love debates, don't we? Speak for yourself. So they wrote in a question. They said, uh, listen, I volunteered several times. We're talking about church for a second, okay, y'all? We're going we're gonna to get off on church polity, okay? So this person volunteers at their church. They're new to their church. 
let's set the groundwork. They're new to their church, and they say, you know, the church passes around these volunteer sheets, or they have sign-ups. Um, they say, hey, we're looking for volunteers. Turn your name into this person. And this person has turned their name in several times, but nobody ever follows up with it to get them involved. What should they do? What do you think they should do, Tristan? Should I give you some parameters of this person? I guess it would depend on how serious they are about getting involved. Maybe they're just throwing it out there that they're willing, and so it doesn't really matter. Do you, So there's two ways. You're either flippantly throwing it out there like, yeah, if you ever need something, give me a call, or there's like the pursuing of it. Please, I want to do this. I really would like to work in this ministry. You think there's a difference there? I mean, because the church is saying, if you want to get involved, let us know. So it sounds like they're looking for people to fill certain roles. Mm -hmm. Do you think some of that is snap judgment because they're new in the church and they don't know the person? So they're like, we need kids volunteering in the children's ministry. Now, I'll tell you, like, there's a lot of ministries at churches these days where you actually have to get a background check through the church. The church is going to do a background check for you to be able to work in that ministry, which I think is a great idea. Um, I think, personally, I think a church should do a background check for someone that's going to be a treasurer. Um, I think the person should have their credit score <laughs> requested if you're going to manage finances at the church. Um, these things are wise to get nailed down. Working with children, background check, yes or no, absolutely right? Things like this, because we have to use wisdom in deciding who's going to work in what areas. So you've turned your name in, but you're not getting a call back. Well, I guess spiritualizing it for just a second, I would say God asks us to be willing. There are things that we are commanded by God to do in our daily life, right? Be a daily testimony, um, to those that are around us, we have our we have our life ministry, whether it is through the church or not, wherever we work, uh, our family, uh, those things, our daily walk, we have that ministry, and that doesn't come by permission, right? It doesn't come by a request. It is commanded by God. So you have that to do. Now, outside of that, I believe God desires for us to be willing, uh, submissive to anything, right? be ready. And so if the ministry says, Hey, we need you, we need you guys for this. Who would volunteer by volunteering? You're, you're submitting to the Lord. Say, Hey, if you need me, I'm here. Now, if you really want to, uh, not that you don't want to, but if you really, really want to, and it bothers you that they're not coming to you, then I think you'd have to just be a little bit more aggressive and go and say, Hey, uh, is there anything that I can do in, in these areas of the church? I really want to get involved. And a lot of times, uh, the fact of the matter is, in a church, what's the rule? 10% of the congregation does 90% of the work. Isn't that what they say? Sounds right. And I think the reason is, is because those people are the ones that the, the leadership of the church knows want to do the work. They want to get involved. They're, they get excited when they do get involved. They're always around. They're always checking. They're always jumping in on projects. That's the 10%. And it's not really natural for everybody to be able to do that. 
But I would say if you want to be involved in your church and they're only taking it so far and then maybe they're waiting on you to jump in and say, hey, I'm really excited about the children's ministry. I have kids myself. I have a heart for children. If there's anything I can do, please let me know. If you want me to be in a dunk tank, if you want me to wear a silly costume, if you want me to be a pinata, whatever you need, I'm there. Uh, that might be interesting. you know. Now, if you're that excited about being involved in ministry, that also might mean that uh, you, I just got to notice that we're limited on our SD card. Interesting limited time i don't how much time does that mean oh 14 minutes that all okay i guess we have 14 minutes left (laughs) but hey i mean just get out there and maybe approach them and say if you if you really want to now if you're just being submissive right and you got a really busy schedule and everything but you're just saying lord if you want me use me okay you put your name in see if it comes back now this is just my personal opinion but if you really want to get involved in your church then pray about it and say lord what what can i do what, 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 what gifts do I have? And when you see those gifts, when God shows you those gifts, pursue that and say, I really would like to be an active member of this church. Trista, how, how did I do? That all sounds good. Yes. But? It all sounds good. There's no rebuttal I mean, to it? No. The only thing that I would add is, I don't know, maybe they have a process of... Um, adding workers maybe they do it once a year maybe the pastor has a certain schedule he keeps with i don't know i mean yeah every could, church is different there could be a lot going on that this person doesn't know about and yeah. so to them it looks like he's they're not calling on me and i volunteered whereas it could yeah. be they just haven't been communicated to about the process true enough and i think also um, never, ever, ever take offense to not being responded to. Um, that is, that is simply a tool of the devil to sow discord, you know, so always be willing and open to work in the ministry and be very patient, uh, with authority, with leadership and understand that we have no idea what they're going through, um, and, and the process and, you know, they're getting pulled different directions. And you're also new. This particular case, you were, you know, this person is new. So, you know, as, as a minister, I would say, ideally, if I, have, if I was to say, how would I like to run ministry opportunities? I feel like 90% of the ministries of the church, a member needs to be in the church for a year. Before they start getting involved. Maybe they would come in in a helper type role. Oh, for sure. Before they take the lead. But even for for a helper type role, for me, as a leader in a church, I would say I would like to be able to have the, the bylaw that you need to be a member for a year before you get involved in any type of ministry because i've seen it too often where a member is moving from church to church or they move into the area and they're bringing with them a lot of baggage they're bringing with them a lot of ideas they're bringing with them a lot of doctrines that we have not hashed out yet that they don't know how our church believes and you put them into a ministry even as a helper and you don't know the possible problems that come from that without them being in the same um uh, way 
as the current church they're in, having the same vision, you know? So personally, I like when you come to a church, there's a new membership class. I love new membership classes that gets people, hey, we're going to talk about, we're going to hash out, we're going to go through the doctrines we believe and why we believe it, right? And then you you do not membership class for a year. Usually those are like a nine-week course. But you do those things and you go to the services, you show your faithfulness through the year. And I think that's important as well, being able to show your faithfulness. And after that year, I think you should be, have opportunities to get involved. And you say, oh, I think that's terrible. You know, people might say, how dare you try to keep people from serving God in the church? Now, how about you serve God where you're at in your pew, right? You know, do your time uh, right there and support all the other ministries, praise the Lord in your place, show you're faithful, be faithful in your tithes and offerings. Don't come in acting like you're a prima donna that you need to be involved in every little thing because you're God's gift to mankind. Come in and sit there and support everything else. See how the church functions, and then when it's time to get involved in a ministry, it's more of a seamless transition. So if, if for me... I guess as a pastor, if if that person was asking that question, I would say, well, perhaps that is part of the issue is they want you to spend some more time at the church. But maybe that's not maybe that's not something they do at their church. I think ideally that's the way to go. That's the way to do it right there. Because, again, a lot of people come and they're there six or nine months and they're gone. And they say, you know, within the first three months, they say this is the best church they've ever been to. And they, they're so excited about being here. And six, nine months, they're gone. And so it's so very important that people show that they're faithful and show that they can support from the pew uh, without the um, leadership or, you know, ministries. Yes or no, Trista? Yes, I agree. Mm, She agrees. Well. So thank you, listener. Yes, thank you for that. We appreciate (laughs) it very, very much. Uh, If you have any um, topics that you would like us to go over, uh, any questions that you might have, for our all-seeing wisdom, because we're so incredibly wise, <laughs> uh, feel free to write those in to explicitly us at gmail.com. We'll do our very best to answer them. Perhaps we need to call somebody and get them on the line and say, hey, we need some advice on this particular topic. Maybe we'll do a random phone call uh, to some different people and uh, and get their advice on it as well. Maybe. I'm sure people would love that. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. Until next time, we love you. Love you. All right, bye. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Asked podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Asked.